Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. And we're gonna promise you plenty of action and excitement during the next hour. We've got a big surprise coming a little bit later on. And I don't want to listen to your yatter anymore. Right now, we're going to go to our first event this week. Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to MCWC Presents Time Warp. This is the September edition, and we will be watching WCW Monday Nitro from the 8th of September 1997. We asked, you decided, and this is what we're going to be watching today. So uh, please join us. We're, um, We're going to be watching on the WWE Network or Peacock. We're going to be watching WCW Nitro. You can watch it at watch.wwe.com forward slash episode forward slash WCW hyphen Monday hyphen Nitro hyphen 2959. We're going to be getting down to that in a little bit. But just like to say thank you very much once again for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to this monthly special and also our weekly episodes where we look at the, epi- the weekly episodic episodes of Memphis Wrestling. We are currently in the fall of 1981 um so please do not forget to find that on all good podcast suppliers please do not forget to follow us on instagram and most importantly twitter at memphis cast uh the poll for the october episode will be out this week so keep your eyes peeled to twitter at memphis cast to vote in the poll to decide what we see in october so um just to let you know this is 1997 Let's give you a brief uh, look around what's going on in ECW. Their prev- their latest show is on the September the sixth, nineteen ninety seven, in Rivera, Massachusetts, at the Wonderland Greyhound Park. Nine hundred people saw Muggy Ripwick and Chris Chetty defeat Tracy Smothers and Little Guido. Al Snow defeated Bobby Duncan Jr. PJ Walker defeated Jerry Lynn. Bam Bam Bigelow defeated Spike Dudley. WCW, sorry, ECW TV champion Taz defeated Chris Candido. Tag team champions Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley defeated Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney. ECW world champion Shane Douglas defeated John Cronus. Nova and Bill Wilds went to a no contest and Sabu defeated Tommy Dreamer in 4 minutes and 15 seconds. They are coming off um, a month ago was their Hardcore Heaven 97 in all, in the middle of August. That, uh, is that the one with Jerry Lawler? No, that is not the one with Jerry Lawler, is it? That show featured um, the Dudleys re-winning the ECW Tag Team titles via forfeit. That saw Taz defeat Chris Candido, Bam Bam Bigelow defeats, but all these matches are sort of the same, really. The... Oh, that was Tommy Dreamer defeated Jerry Lawler after an interference from Rick Rude, Jake Roberts, Beulah McGillica, and Tammy Sitch. The main event was Sir Shane Douglas defeating world champion Sabu to win the title. Yeah, so that's happening in ECW. Coming up, ECW have got, uh, in conjunction with Terry Funk, they are presenting on September the 11th, 1997, the Terry Funk WrestleFest. This is uh, the event famously featured in Beyond the Mat. 
Um, if, never, if anyone's never seen Beyond the Mat, it is 19... It's just early 2000s. Uh, covers Mick Foley, Draws, Terry Funk, a few others. And they show highlights of this match in bits and pieces. They show highlights of this event. The event is held in the Amarillo, Texas, the Troy State Fairgrounds Coliseum. Attendance was 4,000. They saw Wing Kane Kamura defeat Roadkill. Taz defeat Chris Candido. Shark Tsikihaya defeated Alegi Kuga. I do apologize if I butchered that name. Uh, Mark and Chris Youngblood defeated the Bushwhackers. The Sandman fought Balls Mahoney to a no contest. Da, 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 da. Balls Mahoney then defeated Bubba Ray Dudley. Shane Douglas defeated Tommy Dreamer. Doi Funk Jr. defeated Rob Van Dam. Mankind defeated Sabu. Hayabusa, Masato Tanaka, and Jinsei Shinzaki defeated Jake Roberts and the Headhunters. Jesus, what a match. And Bret Hart defeated Terry Funk in his, in his air quotes, retirement match. So that's ECW over in the WWF. They are just coming off. Uh, last night, the 7th of September, saw WF Grand Zero in Louisville, Kentucky at the Louisville Gardens, drawing 4,963. Brian Pillman defeated Goldust to win Marlena for 30 days. Brian Christopher defeated Scott Putsky. Savio Vega defeated Crush and Farouk in a triangle match. Max Mini defeated El Torito. The Headbangers defeated the Legion of Doom, the Godwins and Owen Hart and British Bulldog to win the vacant WWF Tag Team titles. Uh, they were previously held by... Who are they held by? No, isn't it Continental Titles vacant? I think it was always. Oh, Steve Austin. Dude, Dude Love and Steve Austin were the tag team champions. Steve Austin had to forfeit the title because of his injury that he got from SummerSlam the previous month. That's when he like famously um, stunned. I think he stunned like Jim Roston in Jerry Lawler and Sergeant Slaughter or somebody like that. So that's where the titles were vacated. Um, WF World Champion Bret Hart defeated the Patriot and Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker battled to a no contest so that um, oh and then this this night on Raw on the 8th of September from the Cincinnati Gardens in Cincinnati Ohio Bret Hart for Vader to a no contest in a no holds barred match when Davey Boy Smith the Patriot and Owen Hart interfered with Steve Austin eventually chasing the Hart Foundation backstage with a chair the Godwins Defeated the tag team champions, the Headbangers, in a no total match. Max Mini defeated Peretti Morgan. That's a couple of um, midgets. The WF Intercontinental Title Tournament quarterfinal. Owen Hart defeated Goldust. And Triple H defeated Savio Vega in the main event. Oh, sorry, defeated Savio Vega and the Patriot in a three way. So that was. What was happening on the other channel elsewhere? On the 6th of September, All Japan Pro Wrestling held a show at the Budokan Hall in front of 16,300. Giant Bubba wrestled, Stan Hansen, Johnny Ace was on the card, Hayabusa and Jinsuke Shinzaki defeated Kenta Kabashi and Kentura Shiga. Uh, Steve Williams was on the card, and the main event was Mitsuha, Mitsuhara Masawa defeated Yun Akamara. Um, WCW is on the road to fall brawl in a week. I'm so I'm sure we'll get. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm sure we'll get lots of build up to fall brawl. But fall brawl is happening in a week. We will see Eddie Guerrero face Chris Jericho. The Steiners face Harlem Heat. Alex Wright going up against Ultimo Dragon. Jeff Jarrett going up against Dean Malenko. Raph and Mortis going up against the faces of Fear Ming and Barbarian. The Giant will go one-on-one with Scott Norton. Uh, 
DDP and Lass and Lex Luger, sorry, will team up to face Scott Hall and Randy Savage. And in the War Games, Marcus Bagwell, Kevin Nash, Six and Conan go up against Chris Benoit, Steve McMichael, Ric Flair, and Kurt Henning in the War Games match. Also, uh, on the 10th of September, Fritz von Erich passes away. That's a sad day in the world of wrestling. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to be watching WCW Nitro. If you want to watch along, it is the 8th of September 1997 edition. Once again, if you want to watch on the network, it is watch.wwe.com forward slash episode forward slash WCW hyphen Monday hyphen Nitro hyphen 2959. Once again, this is episode two of MCWC presents Time Warp. And once again, this podcast is no way affiliated with the WWE. So uh, let's get down to business and let's hit play and let's start this month's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode two of the MCWC Presents Time Warp. Please enjoy. for WCW. Well, Tony, after last Monday, it's obvious World Championship Wrestling is in turmoil. And the biggest question is, Diamond Dallas Page, Lex Luger, well, they're not they're not on the same page as far as things go. Can they coexist? We're less than a week away from the war games. Larry, I want to talk to you about what happened last week, a parody. A re- it was horrible what the NWO did. Oh, and parody. I said that you would never see this again on a WCW television when they really ripped apart the Four Horsemen and ripped apart Arn Anderson. You know, that was garbage. And what it was was we got a group of men that can't beat the Four Horsemen, so they come oh, out and they make smokes. fun of hey, them. Hey, 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 hey. Listen, you sit down. Shut, you you stay right where you are. I'll kick you from one end of this Whoa. arena to the other. You stay right where you are, and then I'm going to sue you. Now, as far as what you are going to see and not going to see, gentlemen, I've still got way more stroke than you'll ever know. 
You in the truck. Roll the tape. You sit down and shut up and find a diet that works, will you? Gentlemen, it gives me a great deal of pleasure to introduce to you the Four Horsemen. All right. So we've seen footage from last week. This is, uh, I think, a legendary segment in WCW Nitro history. The Four Horsemen being parodied by the NWO. Conan playing Mongo, Sean Waltman playing Ric Flair. Just a second. I take exception to this, gentlemen. I know exactly who you are. To think for a minute that I'm going to sit out here and condone anything you're doing. We are paying tribute tonight to one of the all-time greats, Arn Anderson. I will not stay here and let you desecrate his good name and fantastic reputation. You got anything to say? Talk to yourself, pal. Yeah, whatever, Gene. Beat it. Woo! Kurt Henning! Come on out here, Danny. We need to settle something right now. Come on, Kurt Henning. Woo! This is, this is really Come on! Cut that trap off right now! I don't gotta talk into this. I'm telling you to shut it down. Now! The four horsemen are out the commentation station. Ric Flair, Monga McMichael, Kurt Henning, and Chris Benoit. out of it they picked their spot now come on out and show the horsemen you're real men yeah bring them out here they don't have the guts nwo you don't even talk a good talk so we'll go right by walking the walk all right well Going to the ring, maybe, I guess. I heard Mongo said, let's go to the ring. They've made a challenge here tonight to the NWO to come out to the ring. So last week, uh, Arn Anderson, or the week, a couple of weeks ago, I think, Arn Anderson had to retire through to injury. Um, they were then going to do a um, an homage to Arn Anderson, but then the NWO um, paid homage in their own way. Kevin Nash, I think, played Arn Anderson and said some things that touched home a little bit. Now the horsemen are pissed and they are in the ring. US champion Steve McMichael, Chris Benoit, Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect and Ric Flair. We chose this episode um, because of this is the second anniversary of Nitro. We tried to choose ones that were... So there was, we had the 96 episode, the 97, the 98 and the 99. You guys chose the 97 episode. And uh, <coughs> this is the second anniversary of Nitro. Mean Gene now in the ring. We've got um, Mike Tanay, Larry Zabisco and Tony Schiavone at the commentation station. The commentation station that for some reason faces away from the ring. Which I could never understand. And I've heard Tony Schiavone say himself he could never understand either. Tony Schiavone, 25 years on, still still in the commentation station, working for AEW, both in front and behind the camera. 
He's also got a very popular podcast on Conrad's network. What happened when? As fans of WCW are sick to death with the annex of that clown that was just out here, Eric Bischoff, I want to know, Kurt, when does it end? <laughs> hey, Gene, you and everybody else knows how many times Kurt Hennigs fell in the dog do and he never gets any on him. That's the story of my life. Okay, as long as we know that, you want to come out and joke around and do a parody to the four horsemen who I have now been hired by as the enforcer of the four horsemen. <laughs> I'll guarantee you one thing. Either you come out tonight, right now, anytime you want. It's either now or later because everybody knows Kurt Hennig will not end up on the stinky end of the stick, if you know what I mean, G, no matter what. I think I've got a feeling one of these days you're going to be telling fish off to bite me. What about it, Steve Bonga McMichael? Listen, you clowns! You came out in grease paint like this is some kind of a circus! Shut up, you Packer fans! That's serious. This is Green Bay territory. Let me tell you something else, NWO. If this is the circus, the four horsemen are the ringleaders, and we're going to make you jump through hoops. All right, Chris Benoit. Wasn't that long ago that you were invited into this elite group to be one of the horsemen? The NWO want to run with the horsemen? Not only will we outclass you, not only will we outwrestle you, but we will beat you. Here we are. It's time to stand and deliver. Well, I'm starting to get a hard and fast message here from the members of the Horsemen. Why not uh, talk to the leader of the pack? You and I last night were, or last week, were embarrassed to tears, Ric Flair. Gene, 25 years of going up and down the highway, I've flown in every airplane possible, I've wrestled every arena. I've wrestled every big-name player in the world. I, last week, for the first time, was embarrassed to tell anybody in this world that I was a professional wrestler. And I'll tell you why. Because we just showed one more time why there's nothing sacred in life in a sport of pro wrestling. Iron Anderson whether you liked him, didn't like him, followed his career, didn't follow his career, he is a legitimate, legend, human being, and a man. And above all else, I underline the word man. WCW did something so huge by dedicating that night, that evening, to his career that everyone in the sports world should have recognized that he was a great performer every day of his career. Yeah, that's right. Now, I go to Nash, Six, Conan, Bagwell. Gentlemen, I want to tell you that 17 years into your career, you're going to be famous. I can't promise you that. I want to tell you, you're going to be good. I can't promise you that. But most of all, I want to tell you this. The day you leave your livelihood 
and there's someone standing next to you with a tear in their eye, you're a lucky man because, buddy, at the end of this road, if there's one person in the world you can say is your friend, that is for life. And Art Anderson is my friend. So tonight, right here, I'm not going home. I want the big man. I want Conan. I want Bagwell. And I want six. And we're not leaving. Tell you what, I've got to go. All right. Woo! Thank you very much, McClare. We are going to stand by right here, ladies and gentlemen. And hopefully, when we come back on Nitro, we will have an answer. Don't go away. We're not leaving. I know you're not. We're not leaving. Now they're in the ring. Come on, NWO for life. All right, while you were away, ladies and gentlemen, I was here with Steve Mongo McMichael. I think you're going to make a telephone call after this program to Mike Holgram up in Green Bay. Don't make a phone call. No phone call. You want the NWO. Tonight, we are not leaving until we have a match, brother. We'll, find a spot. we'll be here we'll all night long. We'll find our spot. We'll Wait a minute. What, Doug Dillinger? We're going to have to clear out of here, gentlemen. I'm sorry. I know you'd stay here until the sun comes up tomorrow morning. Ric Flair. Get out of here. Hall, Nash, Six, Conan, Bagwell. We're here. We're united. We want it with the lights on. Don't let down Milwaukee. Come on, Ford. Come on. All right, you heard the demand, the plea from the nature boy, Ric Flair. He wants the NWO. And ladies and gentlemen, here in Milwaukee and across America, Ric Flair and the Horsemen want him here tonight. Tony, back to you, my friend. And we echo those sentiments, Gene Okerlund, to a man here. Doug Dillinger and WCW Security. Ric Flair and the Horsemen want the NWO. Will they get them by the end of the program? We will find out here on the MCWC Presents Time Warp. First match. First match of the night is going to be Eddie Guerrero. Future Latino Heat. Eddie Guerrero is here. He's not a fan favourite. Like we said, we've got Mike Tanay, Larry Zabisco, Tony Schiavone in the commentation station. Eddie Guerrero's opponent is going to be. It's going to be. Sounds like it sounds like Rey Mysterio. Is. Got Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero. This is going to be a fast-paced match. I think they're about a month away or so from having their classic at Halloween Havoc '97. Rey Mysterio is back. I think he was out injured a little bit from Dean Malenko, I believe. So we are in the middle of the Monday Night Wars. WCW are doing their uh, everything is live. Monday Night Raw are still in the uh, the era of taping. 
Mark Curtis, the legendary late great referee. Mark Curtis is our referee. Eddie Guerrero is wearing uh, black and red flame tights, white boots. Rey Mysterio, uh, fluorescent yellow mask, tights and white boots. Eddie sucks chance. Both men circling. Go behind. Uh, Stop there by Eddie Guerrero. Goes for the cover. One, two. Armbar by Guerrero. Oh, lovely reversal there by uh, Ray. Take down. Into back into an armbar by Eddie. Take down by Eddie. Kip up by Ray. Um, drag by Ray. Eddie Guerrero complaining of a hair pull. Mark Curtis is taller than Rey Mysterio, not quite as tall as Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Both men circling. Just a string. By Eddie. Oh, lovely forearm smash there by Eddie. Whips him into the ropes. Tilt and whirl. Back. Oh, beautiful. Twist him. Tilt and whirl. Backbreaker there by Eddie Guerrero. Goes for the armbar. Cinch it in the armbar. Going to an ad break. And we're back. Eddie's still working over the arm. Hammerlock. Oh, hammerlock shoulder breaker there. Goes for the no armbar, armlock, K lock if you will. Eddie Guerrero cinching in, but Ray able to get to the ropes. Oh. Eddie working over that uh, left arm of Ray's. Ray fighting back with some kicks and some stuff. He's running his. Oh, just about got that uh, Hurricane Rana. Oh, lovely Japanese arm drag. Baseball slide, but caught by Eddie. Eddie runs him into the... Oh, what a clothesline. Lovely clothesline there by Eddie Guerrero. Picks up Guerrero. Uh, Eddie goes... Uh, uh, lovely. Round and round there by Eddie. By Ray, sorry. Eddie is on the outside. I think Ray's going to fly. Oh! Jumping from the second rope on the inside to the outside. Tope. Both men now on the outside. Got the, uh, the legendary flamed ring mats of Nitro. Ray throws Eddie back into the ring. Ray's on the apron. Eddie's on the inside. Got him for a suplex on a suplex and back in. Ray is trying to block it and does with a forearm smash. Shoulder to the gut. Off the top rope. Whoop. Oh, lovely. Two count from the second rope moonsault. He nearly, uh, nearly botched it a bit there, but he saved himself. Ray now on the top rope on the outside. Eddie on the inside. Oh, Eddie got... Oh, what a backbreaker. Eddie caught him. One, two. Oh, just kicked out. Just. 
Eddie caught him from the top rope and slammed him to the ground. Power bomb by one, two. Oh, just very nice opening match here as the Luchadors made WCW a lot of money back in the day. The likes of Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, uh, Hooventoot, Psychosis, Silver King, etc, etc. Backbreaker again, one, two, oh, kick out. Ray's taking a lot of punishment here, but he keeps on ticking. Eddie Guerrero going for a gory special. That backbreaker over the uh, backbreaker kind of stretch thing that the Guerreros are famous for. But Ray escapes with an arm drag. Oh, basement drop kick there by Eddie Guerrero to the side of the noggin of Rey Mysterio. We've seen Eddie's uh, older brother Hector before on our weekly show. He had a mini feud with uh, Jimmy Valiant at the beginning of the 1981. Eddie Guerrero goes for a power bomb. Had Rey Mysterio reverses with head scissors. Eddie Guerrero's caught him. What's he going to do with Rey? Oh, throws him to the outside. But Eddie, uh, Ray had hold of Eddie and he hot shotted him a bit, I think. Off the top rope. Lovely. One, two, three, it's over. Rey Mysterio with a beautiful Hurricane Rana pin. Got the one, two, three count. Dejected Eddie Guerrero, but he'll have his day coming up Sunday. Well, here's a replay. Eddie doesn't want to see. Guerrero made some nice moves. Problem was, didn't hook Rey Mysterio down to pin those shoulders. But look at this. Mysterio, he's got him crumpled up right over the shoulders. And that's a replay Guerrero will see in his nightmares tonight. Used by America's top mechanics, people who know use Valvoline. Fans, this Nitro comes to you from Milwaukee, and we got some special announcements to give you about WCW Monday Nitro in the weeks to come. Next week, September 15th, Nitro comes to you live from the Independence Arena in Charlotte, North Carolina. Good tickets are still available at Ticketmaster and at the Arena Box Office. Also, in two weeks, Nitro in Salt Lake City, the brand new E-Center. Tickets available there. Nitro girls are in the ring. Obviously, uh, one of these is married to, at the time, Don Dallas Page, Kimberly, and one of them would become married to Shawn Michaels. Can't remember what her name was. Sky was it? Sky? I can't remember. But one of these young ladies, one of these young ladies in the Nitro girls, is now married to Shawn Michaels. You definitely wasn't. You definitely weren't getting this over on the other channel on WWE Raw. That's for sure. Starting in the month of November, we're gonna send the the girls to see you to help you with your nice. So you party. better pay up. In addition, we're gonna also bring our cameras and broadcast your party live on this program. So you'll be partying like they're doing here in Milwaukee and having a great time. 
It is WCW Monday Nitro, and we're having a grand old time right now. Let's go to Mean Gene Okerlund. I got to tell you, Tony, if I were to spend the rest of the evening with the Nitro girls, I too would be having a good time. You touched on the subject moments ago. Very big disappointment to me because all of us at World Championship Wrestling were very much looking forward to Lex Luger and Diamond Dallas Page helping each other out collectively, helping out World Championship Wrestling. These two men, I don't know if it's been inadvertent or if it's been intentional, but they have not been getting along. As a matter of fact, it was Diamond Dallas Page who put the diamond cutter on Lex Luger. Then all of a sudden, by accident, Lex Luger put Diamond Dallas Page up at the torture rack. Hopefully I can get to the bottom of it because things are not well with either one of these men when it comes to WCW. Milwaukee, please welcome to Nitro, Diamond uh, Dallas Page. Well, hopefully he's put all this behind him and is ready for war games. DDP, I think I've pretty much well painted the picture between you and Lex Luger. Tell me, at this moment here in Milwaukee tonight, what's the story between you and the total package? For starters, the first time I ever put on a pair of tights or boots, there was one thing I was looking for, and that's respect. And I knew I'd get it by busting my chops. But the funny thing about respect is, nobody gives it to you, you earn it. And the other guy you're talking about, Luger, obviously did it the same way by busting his chops because this guy's been a top guy longer than I've even been wrestling. And it's got respect for millions of fans across the world and from the boys in the back. What happened to the two of you? Obviously, when we got together, we butted heads. Obviously, we didn't click the way some people wanted us to. The chemistry wasn't there. The chemistry wasn't there. And when I wanted to talk to him, he didn't want to talk to me. And when he wanted to talk to me, I didn't want to talk to him. Bottom line, a little thick-headed. And sometimes, when words don't work, you got to do it the other way. You know, fall ball of the war games right around the corner next Sunday night. If there was ever a time when you and Luger should patch up your differences, I think it's now. Well, like I said before. How do you do it? If I can't do it by words, maybe we got to do it in the ring. Wait a minute, Diamond Dallas Page, you're not insinuating for a moment that you and Lex Luger get in the ring and iron it out. The way I look at it, whatever it takes to get over this hump, I'm all for it. Wait a minute, hold on just a second. The total package, Lex Luger joining us. I'm going to get in between you, gentlemen, because I know there's been fireworks in the past. You have heard the comments of Diamond Dallas Page. He's just literally challenged you to a match here tonight. You know, I gotta go on gut instinct here, looking you in the eye right now, finally. And I gotta think you find this whole thing as distasteful as I do, but Dallas, maybe we finally do agree on something. Now, if you've made the challenge, I accept on one condition, that if I'm gonna go back there and put my gear on and come out here and wrestle you tonight, that we do it right. And that means I'm not holding nothing back. Is that cool with you? Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. It, it, apparently that is cool. 
You heard it. I want to get the official word. Diamond Dallas Page challenging the total package Lex Luger. Is that match going to happen tonight or what? Stay tuned to Nitro. We are live in Milwaukee. So we might be having an, a, mad, a match. Not ever challenged. DDP challenged by the total package. Lex Luger and Gene said package. Just a uh, thing here. 1997, Ric Flair, 48. Diamond Dallas Page, 41. Lex Luger, 39. Just crazy to think that Lex Luger, um, not Lex Luger, uh, Ric Flair, sorry, has recently just had his last match at 73. Diamond Dallas Page has made his career in uh, yoga, and Lex Luger is... Um, Currently in a wheelchair. Uh, he recently had a A&E documentary about him. Haven't watched it yet, but I've heard good things about it. And we are now in a fever. Tonight, Lex Luger, one on one with Diamond Dallas Page, living legend. Gentlemen, that's something I don't, don't want to see. I want to see these two guys get themselves together, be strong for world championship. Disco fever. Disco Inferno in the ring, wearing lovely uh, leopard print tights, black boots. Mickey J is our referee. We recently lost. Was it this year we lost Mickey J? I think it was this year we lost Mickey J. Ring announcer David Penza. We're seeing highlights now: Hugh Morris versus Alex Wright. Disco Inferno interfering on behalf of his uh, partner. I think they're partners. I know they definitely do become a tag team. I think they become the Boogie the Boogie Knights. I'm guessing this is Hugh Morris. No laughing matter, Hugh Morris. And now Hugh Morris has the match with Disco Inferno this week here, Legend. Well, let's see uh, if the Disco can dance around this guy, Hugh Morris. Look at him. He's uh, he's not laughing. Hugh Morris now coming down the ring, looking uh, pissed. Wants a bit of revenge against Mr. Glenn Gilberti, Disco Inferno. Hugh Morris would later become a trainer for the WWF. Bill Demott. Don't think he is anymore. I think there was some some uh, some sourness between the two, I believe. Hugh Morris with a uh, multicoloured singlet, white boots, clothesline. Oh, good God, followed by a massive clothesline there by the 300-pounder. The uh, the X crash, the Terminator. Oh, big round by Morris. Glenn Gilberti on his uh, knees, on his back now. He's out there in the podcasting world. I believe he's got a podcast with uh, Conan. He also does things with Vince Russo on his network. Disco Inferno in trouble here. Hugh Morris whips Disco off the ropes. Oh, good lord. Lovely spinning back kick there by Hugh Morris. If you've ever seen Hugh Morris wrestle, uh, he's very agile for his size. Does that beautiful moonsault. Nice knife edge chop. And again. Crowd are behind Hugh Morris, I think. Whips him into the corner. Here he comes. Oh, but Disco moves. Hugh Morris went shoulder first into the top turnbuckle. Hugh Morris on the outside. 
Disco on the outside. Oh, oh, crushed. Disco charged him from behind. Hugh Marsh went face first into the sting reel barrier. Disco on back on the outside now. Rolls Hugh Morris back in. Both men back in. Disco Inferno now rams Hugh Morris into the top turnbuckle. Whips him from corner to corner. Follows in with a lovely clothesline. Oh, and a slap. Disco's chest is uh, beat red from all those uh, chops he took from Hugh Morris. Disco whips him in for a third time. Reversible Hugh. Oh! Came running in with an avalanche clothesline. Whips him into the corner again. Boom in the corner. Hugh Marsh back in control of this match. Whips Disco. Goes for a lovely power slam. Someone's Something's happening. Alex Wright. Alex Wright is uh, ringside having a little boogie. Oh, a lovely second rope uh, clothesline there by Hugh Morris. Disco whipped him into the corner. He jumped up off the second rope. Alex Wright has been knocked down. The TV champion is down. Has annoyed the young German. Hugh Morris going for a powerbomb. Hugh Morris going for that uh, moonsault, I think. He's going up to the top rope. Disco Inferno's got the TV title. Oh, two, but it did nothing. <laughs> Disco had the belt. I think he was hoping that the belt would hurt Hugh Morris from the moonsault, but it didn't. It back, it backfired, and it hurt Disco more. Hugh Morris with the win with the top rope moonsault. Alex Wright will go on to fall brawl to defend against the former champ Ultimo Dragon. Alex doesn't seem too concerned about the Disco Inferno, does he? Not at all. He seems more concerned about his belt. He'll put the belt on first and then help the man up. Well, you always put your belt on first. Oh, you do, huh? It's an honor! We've got a very angry man in the ring. I'm still champ! There is a problem here. I don't know what this goes mad about. At least Alex tried to help him out, but stupid plan. The argument ensues with the Disco Inferno and Alex Wright. And we'll be back more live. We've had uh, two very good matches there. Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio and Hugh Morris versus Disco Inferno. I can guarantee we haven't seen anything like that over the other side and now the boys the boys are in town well here they are well normally we wouldn't be looking forward to the nwo making an appearance but if they give us an answer about the challenge from the four horsemen maybe we'll get some good news yeah larry curly moe and champ yeah phone in Hey, I want to hear what they got to say now. Nature boy! 
let me fill all these people out here in as to why you're really upset, Rick. You know it. It's not because we ruined the tribute to Arn. It's because last week, I showed you and everybody else out here just how stupid you really look coming out here and carrying on every week for the past 20 years. So what do you think about that? It seems to me that emotions are a little high around here right now. <laughs> what an understatement that is. And there's nothing me and my boys wouldn't want to do tonight but to knock Ric Flair out of his Sansa belts and take care of the rest of the horsemen. But you see, we're big stars. We don't just do anything we're told to do. If you haven't been watching for the last 16 months, the NWO's making the rules around here, boys. So we're real sorry, but speaking for me and my boys, we're all way too busy for you guys tonight. I ain't got nothing to do. Nothing. So what are you trying to say? Am I putting you on the spot? Let's don't bring my dog Spot on this, okay? But since you put me on the spot, I'm gonna give you my spot. Not a liver spot? So what do you got to say? What I lay, you know about thug life after tonight. Picture me rolling. So let me get this right, guys. You guys will go down tonight and defend the NWO's position against the horsemen? Kev, I've got one thing to say. It would be an honor. <laughs> I love you, brother. I love you. The horsemen who have accepted the challenge to meet the horsemen later on in this program. Oh, where, where Scott Hawley shoots off his big mouth. He didn't even have the guts to come out here with these guys. And you knew that would be the yeah, case. I know where he is. He's in the back room kissing up to Hogan again. All right. So members of the Wolfpack, part of Mike Draw, the New World Order, later on tonight, Diamond Dallas Page and Lex Luger. Incredibly, two men who will be teammates this Sunday at War Games. So the challenge has been accepted in WO. Buff Bagwell and Conan will be facing against the Horsemen, two members. Now we've got Brad Armstrong, member of the legendary Armstrong family. Patriarch Bullet Bob, Steve Scott, Jesse, Brad. Chris Jericho, 
obviously this is the WWE Network, so we have got dubbed music. We have got his uh, Break the Walls Down music playing. Obviously that was not the music at the time. I can't remember what his music was. I think it was inspired by like Pearl, like Pearl Jamesque-esque, I believe. Matt Curtis is our referee. Chris Jericho is the Cruiserweight Champion. I don't think he's defending the title. Brad Armstrong, black tights, white boots. Eddie Guerrero now ringside. What's going on here? Eddie Guerrero's got a microphone. Goldilocks with the microphone. Hey, get him back, get him back. Last week, you got lucky. And I couldn't take care of things the way I wanted to. Now, Brad, man to man, brother. Step aside and let me get it done now. I don't have to wait until Sunday, okay? You, why don't you hit the bricks, boy, hey, before I whoop you? Take it easy, man. Take huh? it easy, brother. Why don't brother? you take a hike? I'll whoop you. He is talking to the wrong man there, guys. Brad Armstrong, oh. for all his attitude change and his aggressiveness now, is a man who wants to get in the ring and fight. And he's going out against Chris Jericho here. Come on. Now, Jericho. Brad Armstrong comes running out of the blocks, attacks. Eddie Guerrero attacks Chris, ben, uh, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is wearing uh, very multicolored tights, black boots. Irish whip by Armstrong. Hip block, hip toss reversal by Chris, ben, Chris Jericho with a monkey flip. Good lord, I do apologize. Spinning uh, kick, close the line by Chris Jericho. Brad Armstrong on the outside. Brad Armstrong. Chris Jericho, oh lovely, second rope from the inside to the outside shoulder tackle while Brad was on the apron. Bushman now on the outside. Chris Jericho got uh, Armstrong, oh nice reverse chop. And again, oh I go. Bushman brawling on the outside. Six count by referee Matt Curtis. Jericho rolls Armstrong back in. Brad Armstrong big enough, but Chris Jericho comes in with a kick, followed by another one. Armstrong still in the corner. Chris Jericho with a oh knife edge chop. Armstrong gets whipped into the corner. Chris Jericho follows, but he is met by the boot of Armstrong. Armstrong second rib on the inside, spinning. Oh, lovely spinning DDT there. Brad Armstrong untimely uh, left us back in 2012. Regarded as a very, very good hand in the ring. He was a, had numerous gimmicks in the uh, late 80s and early 90s in WCW. Oh, lovely second rope. I saw you moonsault by Jericho, but a two-count. He had some very uh, dubious gimmicks. The Candyman, Fantasia, amongst others. He was also part of the Lightning Express with Tim Horner in various promotions in the 90s. Oh, lovely suplex there by Jericho on Armstrong. Jericho's going to the top rope. Armstrong is up. Chris Jericho, top rope. Oh, lovely top, drop, top rope drop kick. Eddie Guerrero now back in the ring. Eddie Guerrero, oh, close line. I think that's it. Brad Armstrong's going to ring this match by disqualification. No, sorry, Chris Jericho's going to win the match by disqualification. Oh. Eddie Guerrero now chopping Jericho, whips him into the corner. 
Alabama slam reversal by into Alabama slam into a lion tamer there. Lovely maneuver there. Brad Armstrong in with a big clothesline to Jericho. Eddie and Armstrong now kicking the shit out of Jericho. Jericho in trouble here. A couple of uh, families here teaming up to take down Chris Jericho. The Guerreros and the Armstrongs. And ladies and gentlemen, we will be back after these messages. Please enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stick around, brother, and follow the show at Memphis Cast. Follow me at West Runthin Luke J, brother. Follow friends of the show at Mid Atlantic Pod, at OVP Podcast, at Bottom Line Cast, at Extreme Cast, at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons. Patreon.com backslash Booking the Territory and Patreon.com backslash OVP Podcast, brother. Like and subscribe to Mid-South Television Review with Mike Mills and the great Brian Last. What you gonna do, brother, when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild on you? Mate, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrave? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? <laughs> Mangrave is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man great. <laughs> they are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? It's true. You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. <laughs> It weighs a lot of pounds. Is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken steak has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> Again, <laughs> this commercial is like a mini-series. Now sit back and enjoy the rest of Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. We are back and we are ready for hour number two. And what an explosive hour it is going to be. During this second hour, the Steiner Brothers will join us against the faces of fear. We understand we're going to see Scott Hall of the NWO in action. Dean Malenko will be here. 
And as we said before, two big matches that were just signed during the course of this first hour, and that will be Lex Luger against Diamond Dallas Page. In addition, we are going to see members of the Horsemen against Conan and Buff Bagwell. What a volatile match that's going to be. You know, uh, I don't want to agree with him, but Kevin Nash said it right that emotions were running pretty high, and they really are. Ahead into our most dangerous matchup at Fall Brawl and War Games. And we're going to head in against the NWO, and we're not sure what our team's going to be like. Welcome to our number two. We are joined by the brain, Bobby Heenan, Mike Tanay. Lex Luger, Diamond Dallas Page, and the Horsemen against the NWO still to come. Well, it's going to be a big hour number two of Nitro, but for World Championship Wrestling and its future, I don't think that the timing could be worse. DDP against Lex Luger just six days before they need to coexist and team up at the War Games. NWO, as Kevin Nash said, they're making the rules, and a week ago, brutally attacking James J. Dillon, he's on the shelf. He is out. We've talked about the naming of a new interim commissioner. Have you heard anything as of yet? Well, you know, I've got butterflies right now in my stomach just thinking about what's going to happen in that tag match. But who's ever going to take charge? Whoever's going to take the ship here to, to steer? We've seen footage of J.J. Dillon, the WCW commissioner, being brutally attacked by Hulk Hogan from last week. And was where uh, Larry Zabisco has left us. Bobby Heenan has joined us for our two WCW did this a lot. They changed their uh, one commentator during the hour, which is always a, keeps everything fresh, I guess. Keeps everything fresh and interesting. Here comes the NWO. What? It's Hogan. Yeah, but where That's is his he? Music. Hey, he's anywhere he wants to be. See ya. Oh, would you stay here? Will you shut up? I'm not going to get hurt because there's nobody here at WCW that can control these people. Bischoff and Hogan. Oh, there's two peas in a pod. You know, as you looked at that footage again, and you witnessed it. it let, I know J.J. Dillon very, very well. I know his wife. I know his family. He's a fine man. And he's worked very hard in the sport. And he is a man who has spent hours upon hours in the office. And he was named commissioner because of his work ethic. And to see that man's life threatened like it was a week ago is disgusting. And I tell you, Eric Bischoff is running around talking about, I'll sue you, I'll do this. JJ should do the same thing. JJ, get an attorney. Whenever you get back on your feet. B one. Heavyweight Champion of the Universe! Give it up for Hollywood! Nice, nice hat. Fans, I take it. Oh, you people! Hang with us here. We don't know what's going to happen. They do. Of course they do. And he loves each and every one of you as much as you love him. Pass me that barf bag. 
Is this too good or what, Hollywood? To get down the basics, all you NWOites. The reason everybody is here, like the rest of the bras in the NWO say, is because you're here for the end. to address a certain subject. No more crybabies around here. Ric Flair, you're not the man. I'm the man, brother. I'm the man that made professional wrestling. I'm the man with the biggest guns in the business. And I'm the man that is the only god in this ring. Wrestling famous around the world, Hollywood. I love it. I'm just too big, I'm too rich, and I'm too tan for anybody around here. Now, number one, we don't play no more stinking games. We take care of all the family business. Nobody ever, ever again touches one hair on the chinny-chin-chin of Mr. Bischoff. Number two, the brothers of the NWO are gonna take care of some family business for me tonight. Right here tonight. Bagwell and K-Dog. And number three, I'm putting the title on the line. I'm tired of that so-called loser, that so-called hero, with his two fans in the front row. Sting, who's gonna be stung. I'm tired of his mouth. The title's on the line. Bring him out here. I'm gonna waste him tonight because he's definitely not qualified to get in the ring with me any other time. He hasn't beaten anybody. He's been hiding from me. And I'm sick of his big mouth. I'm gonna beat him like a little wiener dog that he is. Get him out here. Hollywood, speaking of waste, my friend, we are wasting our time because Sting is nothing more than a coward. And each and every one of you people know, don't you? Uh-oh. You better look up. You better look under the ring. You pointy at. Get that coward out here, I'll kill him. You better look in every dark corner of the Wisconsin Center. You better look for the door. The chant of We Want Sting. And Hogan basically said, bring him out. He said he put the title on the line tonight. Where is he? We are in the midst of the Sting Crow era. Sting has just come down from the rafters. There, uh, he came down and he hit the 
He hit the guardrail as he came down. He came down from the rafters and he's they're now playing up that he's hit the uh, he's hit the barrier. That crap up there. Huh? Obviously we're uh, a couple of months away from Sting Hogan at Starcade ninety seven, infamously uh, infamously crap. The crowd are stunned here at what they've seen. Sting came flying down. And by the looks of it, this is a dummy, by the looks of it. Hold on a Wait a minute. Minute. Hold on. Get him in here! <laughs> yeah, it's a dummy. It's not the real Sting at all. The crowd are absolutely... This is quite sickening, really, for what they've done. They People thought that Sting had had a major uh, incident. Show the world what a coward you are. That was not supposed to happen. This was... Huh? Tell them that Hulk Hogan's the greatest in the world. Scott Norton and Buff Bagwell are in there holding the, the dummy sting. And you're nothing but a yelly-belly coward. Tell them. Come on, say it. You're right, Hogan. Now you're going to take the beating you deserve. Give them the match they want. Give it to them. All right. So we, we Hogan uh, beating up a dummy. Oh, beautiful leg drop there by Hogan. Bischoff has got his uh, referee shirt on. Hogan dropped the leg on the dummy. Once. Twice. Goes for the cover. One, two, three. Hulk Hogan beats Sting. The crowd is uh, pretty stunned of what they've just seen, actually. That's quite horrific. They thought it was actually Sting coming down, and then they played for a couple of months that he'd hit, crashed into the barricade, so. The bras say in the NWO, the big man, Big D. The brother Scott, K-Dog, the Macho Man, and my main man, the six-pack, Norton Bagwell. The NWO with Hollywood the Helm is just too damn sweet. <laughs> One day, he'll drop out of the ceiling and he'll be the real man to fight back. And guys, we're going to be calling that one. Obviously, uh, Sting had been away for a while. Hadn't been seen for quite a while. When he when he was seen, he'd come from the rafters, wearing his black trench coat, black bat, and it would climb it into a uh, a match at Starcade '97. Basically, he's like a year and year and build, and then when the match actually did happen, wasn't the greatest of all matches. Um, certainly, the ending was shit for sure. But uh, let's see what we've got coming up next. Standing by in Charlotte. Haley. Hey, Tony. Uh, let's just say that Monday Nitro is the biggest thing to come to Charlotte since Vladdy Divots. But as you probably imagine, there's a different kind of feeling in the air tonight. 
I've already dropped by some Nitro parties at Carolina Place. And while everybody's having fun and, of course, looking forward to Nitro at Independence Arena, the Charlotte area fans are really hoping it brings about a further confrontation between those NWO guys and, well, the hometown favorites here, the Four Horsemen. If you don't have tickets, take my advice. Drop by the Independence Arena box office or your nearest ticket master. You know Charlotte, by the way, named after the wife of King George III. That explains why the city's called the Queen City. And to this day, residents are grateful the city wasn't named after the King's sewer inspector, Lord Weaselton. And that is your 1-800-COLLECT road report from Charlotte. I'm Lee Marshall for 1-800-COLLECT. This guy needs a nap. Thanks a lot, Lee Marshall. On we go. Further into Nitro, here live from Milwaukee. And tonight, as I said and Lee alluded to, the horsemen tonight to face Buff Bagwell and Conan of the NWO, Diamond, Dallas Page, and Lex Luger. Still to come in this program. Guys, as you know, we are heading into war games. For our fans in Winston-Salem. Ming and Barbarian, the faces of fear, make their way to the ringside area as they go two on two against the Stoner Brothers. Do not forget, we're going to have Halloween Havoc in Las Vegas, Sunday, October 26th. Tickets are available at the MGM Grand Garden Arena box office in Mike today's hometown of Las Vegas, Nevada, and all Ticketmaster outlets for Halloween Havoc. And we got some big information still to come in this program about Nitro coming to Tampa and San Diego in the month of October, and WCW coming to Seattle. Steiner Brothers. WF Hall of Fame, Steiner Brothers going in the ring, managed by Ted DiBiossi. Steiner Brothers wearing red singlet, red singlets, black and white boots. Scott's got black and white on, Rick's got black and white on. This is going to be a hard hitting contest. Referee, can't remember what his name is, but he is a WCW uh, staple of the late 90s. Bell is wrong. Barbarian starts for his team. Obviously, Meng and Barbarian wearing black tights, black boots with a white skull on them. Barb starts for his team. Scott starts for his team. Both men circling. Colin Elbow type. Headlock by Scott. Push off by Barb. Shoulder tackle by Scott. Barb goes down. Drop down. Drop over. Big power slam there by Barb. Goes for the cover, but Scott comes in. Sorry, Rick comes in to break up, and Ming comes in to break him up. Ming and Scott are fighting in one corner. Barb and Rick and Scott in another. Big boot by Scott on Barbarian. Goes for a beautiful belly to belly. Steiner line by Rick on Ming. Let me, let me bring this up real quickly here, and we'll get to this match. How in the world can our security... All four men back in the ring. Ming and Rick, Barb and Scott. Barb throws Scott out. Ming working away on Rick. Choking away. Referee's got no control of this match because Ming and Rick aren't the, aren't the uh, legal men. But anywho, Ming with a beautiful drop kick. One, two, kick out by Rick Skinner. Ming picks up Rick. Choke toss into the corner. Tags in Barbarian. Barbarian in. 
clobbering time. Faces a fair clobbering away on uh, Rick Steiner. Barbarian now working away on Rick, kicking away. Ted DiBiossi is the manager of the Steiner Brothers. He originally came in as part of the NWO. But I think uh, this time last year, 96, he'd had enough of the NWO and decided to uh, manage the Steiner Brothers. Barbarian with a two count following a power slam. Picks up Rick. Ooh. Big forearm there by Barbarian. And for a time, it, it worked, and now it just stopped. Well, that was short-lived. We continue to fall right in to the Obviously, they're not calling this match much. They're just talking about the NWO. Double-teamed by the faces of Farrah Rick Steiner. Ping now in. Whips Rick into the ropes. Goes for a sunset flip. Rick trying to take Ming down. Oh. Couple of chops to the trapezius, followed by a kick to the face of Meng. Tanks in Barbarian. Double headbutts by the face of Fear and Rick Steiner. Reverse chin lock now by Barbarian. Crowd trying to get behind the Steiner brothers. Obviously, Rick's son, Bron Brecker, is currently uh, NXT World Champion as of recording time. Things may have changed the weekend that this comes out, as it is the Clash of the Castle weekend. Barbarian whips Rick into the ropes, duck down, flying clothesline by Rick on Barbarian. Rick wants that tag, or Scott, sorry, wants that tag. Barbarian picks Rick up. Big slam. Barbarian just into the crowd. Barbarian going to the top rope. Looking for that diving headbutt. He goes for the diving headbutt, but Rick moves a little bit too much uh, gestation towards the crowd. Rick needs to inch his way across, so close to that corner. And back to Scott. Scott is in, Scott is in. Oh, a bit close on by Scott. Off the ropes. Score, Barbarian down. Picks him up. Pump handle. Slam by Scott on the big Barbarian. Scott picks him up, whips him into the ropes. Oh, overhead belly to belly. Beautiful there by Scott. One, two, Meng breaks up the pin. Rick now back in, facing away with Meng. Scott picks up Barb, but Barb reverses. Oh, a lovely short clothesline there by Barbarian on Scott. And again. Meng and Rick still wailing away on each other. Barbarian going up to the top. Scott drops across the ropes, resulting in Barbarian crotching himself Scott second rope on the inside beautiful belly to belly backs backs a belly to belly suplex Meng's got the Tongan death grip who's this Harlem Heat and the Raf and Mortis are in the ring holy moly this is what we're going to be seeing at full brawl this coming Sunday 
Parliament working around the Steiner brothers. Raff and Mortis working around Ming and Barbarian. These gentlemen facing each other in in tag matches. Holy moly. Ding, ding, ding indeed. We welcome you back to Milwaukee live on WCW Monday Nitro. And here's the big announcement that we've talked about. WCW Monday Nitro comes to the Tampa Ice Palace on Monday, October 13th. This coming Friday, tickets will go on sale at the box office and all Ticketmaster. Plus, you can meet the Giant and Bobby the Brain. Got Super Kahlo coming to the ring. He is facing a member of the NWO. Maybe six, maybe. Come on by, get an autograph, say hi. But nice. Now let me have your opinion on what you think of the NWO. So make sure you're the first in line to get your ticket this Friday for Nitro in Tampa. And as Scott Hall of the NWO makes his way in, one more big announcement. Nitro comes to the brand new Cox Arena in San Diego, Monday, October 27th. No, Super Carlo is not facing six. He is facing the late, great Scott Hall. Obviously, NWO very popular here in the Milwaukee area. In any area, really. The NWO popular as anything. Top merch sellers still. I think there's still lots of NWO t-shirts being worn in 2022. We've got Scott Hall versus Super Callow. Super Callow wearing a. Uh, he's a he's, he wore the silver mask, the black baseball cap, and like the, he had one leg higher than the other. If you're not watching along. Obviously, Scott Hall wearing his uh, black and red trunks. Super Callow's also got these sunglasses on. Scott Hall, black and red trunks, black boots. Super Calo, uh black boiler suit, one leg taller than the other. Scott Hall wanting uh, Super Calo to take their sunglasses off, but they're part of his costume. Toothpick throw by Scott. Scott's obviously got the height and weight advantage over this gentleman. Colin Edward type, push off by Scott. Lobby back bump by Super Callow. Mickey J, our referee. Colin Herbert tie up. Regular always by Callow. Callow now working away over Scott in the corner. Scott says, ah ah. Oh. And again. Trademark right hands there by Scott Hall. Hip tosses Super Callow out of the corner. And. Big. Jesus Christ. Took his head off as he clotheslined him over the top rope. Holy moly. One big tough customer. One of the greatest. You know, and it, it, we've said it before, fans, you know it as well as we do. The reason for the success of the NWO, there's many oh. reasons. Mind games. Super Kello now back in. Arm ringer by Scott. Picks him back up. Double arm ringer now by Scott on the on Super Callow. Oh, lovely kick off there by Callow. It's got Scott Hall whips him into the corner reversal by Scott Super Callow with a top rope headbutt. One, two, K 
kick out by Scott. Scott up, Supercalo off the rope, stuck to the clothesline. High cross body block, reversed by Scott. Stick Supercalo on the top rope. People thought he was going to go for that uh, fall away slam, but he's now kicking away on Supercalo. Scott Hall, second rope on the inside, picks up Calo. Beautiful fall away uh, slam there. Trademark move by Scott Hall. Signals for the race's edge, or the outsider edge. Picks up Super Callow. Signals for it. Here we go. Picks him up. On the shoulder. Up in the air. Boom. Outsider's edge. Super Callow folded in half. Scott Hall sits on top for the three count. Chalk up another one for the bad guy. That was a runaway. That was much like. Say what you want, it was a win for the NWO. That's what it was. Talk, talking about momentum. You talking about it. Oh, you talking about a big man. Look at this. Ray Trailer. Ray Trailer. Now remember, he was a member of the NWO at one time. But remember the interview he had a week ago. Uh oh. Yeah, also remember that the New World Order. Ray Trailer. Yeah, as formerly known as Big Boss Man is in the ring. He's not happy with Scott Hall. He's not happy with NWO. Scott Hall telling him to go back. Ray Trailer says, no way, man. Tells Scott Hall to get out of the ring. Scott Hall, big right hand. Big right hand by Trailer. These two big boys are pasting each other with some right hands. Scott Hall whips Ray Trailer, reversal by Trailer. Picked him up, drops him down. Spine buster by Ray Trailer. Here comes Vincent. Oh, lovely boss man slam there by Ray Trailer. Picks up Vincent and tosses him out back to the Olive Garden. Crowd are pumped about that. Here comes Hogan. Hogan's now coming down here. Some of this. Something like this. Well, remember, these two are longtime rivals. Look at, look at, look at Hall. Oh, no. Oh, the numbers. Scott Hall now attacking Ray Trailer. Picks him up from the bottom rope. Drops him down with the outsider's edge. Now two on one now by the NWO. Scott Hall and Hulk Hogan working away over Ray Trailer. Vincent is in there now, so he's going to put some kicks in. Ray Trailer, sorry, Hulk Hogan belt in hand. He's got a can of spray paint. So he's about to tag. He's going to tag Ray Trailer. Spray painting the NWO on the back of Ray Trailer. Trailer. 
Well, he mentioned last week that he wanted no association with anyone in World Championship Wrestling or the NWO. And obviously there's no one here to help out Chris Taylor. He obviously has no friends in WCW to come out here. like a big lost man. You don't need to be his friend, guys. Look at the videotape of this later tonight. Look at it this week. This man tried to do something. And that's all we're asking for someone to try. Maybe he broke his back. We'll be back. Back out here for Nitro. The Nitro girls have joined us once again. And we still have to come. The Horsemen against Buff Bagwell and Conan. And what's going to go down is uh, the, I don't know, the ending or another chapter in a bizarre story between Lex Luger and Diamond Dallas Page. They will go one-on-one. -on -one. Fans in Seattle, WCW comes your way at the Key Arena on September 19th. Tickets available at the Arena Box Office and Ticketmaster. The very next day, we'll be at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. That's on September 20th. Tickets available at the Cow Palace Box Office and all Bass ticket locations as WCW Mike Nay goes to the West Coast. How about World that? Championship Wrestling returning out West. Major events upcoming. San Francisco, as you mentioned, as well as Seattle. We have an upcoming Nitro in Salt Lake City and also in San Diego. Whoa. And I tell you, as we are into... More Cruiserweight action coming up as we've got Psychosis, managed by Sonny Uno, heading into the ring. A very nice uh, purple and black, all in one suit with a purple and black mask. Purple and, purple and black mask. Who have we got Psychosis facing against? He's also been acquiring the services of some of the top talent from south of the border. His association with wrestlers like Laparka and Psychosis notwithstanding. See, that's what makes him so good. He just doesn't get the talent out of Japan. He goes all over the world. Iceman, Dean Malenko. This is going to be a uh, action-packed, high-flying... Uh, Submission based match, I'd imagine. Dean Malenko coming out wearing uh, black and red tights. Stern look on his face. See, uh, currently a agent in AEW. Mark Curtis is the referee. Bell is rung and we are underway. So Chris is having a quick conflag with his manager, Sandiono. Biffman's circling. Corner over a cut. Headlock by Malenko. Headlock takedown by Malenko. Matt Curtis in there checking on the uh, shoulders. Reversal by Psychosis. Both men up to their feet. Both men circling once again. Go behind by Malenko, reversal by Psychosis, reversal by Malenko, hip toss into an armbar. Obviously when Dean Malenko's in the ring you're going to see a lot of uh, submission holds, arm bars, leg locks, the such. Psychosis trying to re reverse but can't. Hammerlock takedown by Malenko with a little head scissors. Psychosis trying to arch out of his way out of this. But can't. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does a bit. And he. Lovely. Gets out of it. Just. 
single leg Boston grab by Psychosis. And then gets to the ropes. Both back to the feet circle. Bushman circling again. Colin over tie up. Headlock by Malenko. Push off by Psychosis. Shoulder tackle by Malenko. Malenko off the rope, struck down by Psychosis. Hip toss goes Psychosis, but Malenko reverses. Oh, no, lovely reversal there. Arm bad, arm drag. Malenko holds on the ropes. Beautiful drop kick there by Dean Malenko. Psychosis on the outside. Malenko, baseball slide. Big right hand by Malenko on the outside. He's got Psychosis rocking. Throws him into the ring. Dean Malenko climbs the steps. Who's that? There's a fan in the. There's a fan in the ring. There's a fan in the ring. Dean Malenko's. So Mark Kurtz has just kneed him in the face. A fan just came in the ring. Knee. Mark Kurtz kneed him in the face. Took him down. How tough is that guy? You're not kidding. You see that front face lock by Mark Curtis? That'll teach you to get in the ring. You're not kidding. We're going to focus on what is happening in the ring now. So the two combatants here. They're taking Mr. Tough Guy to the sneezer. Maybe we should get him some cigarettes. He'll need needed to bribe the screws. There's about 10 people now trying to drag this fucking smart mark out of the ring. Mark Curtis needs him in the head. Stuck him in the, in the front face lock. The match is now back in uh, progress. They sort of avoided the, the ring a bit. They sort of kept to the corners. So Curses with a slam on Dean Malenko off the ropes. Oh, spinning uh, heel kick. By Psychosis, Dean Malenko on the outside. Karate kick attempt by Sonny Ono. Dean Malenko oh, taken down by Psychosis. Psychosis throws Malenko back on the inside. Attack me! You see him attack me? Yes, I hate to interrupt when he's speaking. Psychosis now picks up Dean Malenko. Whoops him into the ropes. Drop down by Psychosis. Oh, lovely drop kick there. Right on the button by Psychosis to the chin of Dean Malenko. Goes for the count. One, two, two count. Open to the back of Dean Malenko. Whoops, we're in the corner, follows in with a clothesline. Dean Malenko down and in trouble. Psychosis picks up Dean Malenko, puts him in the corner, whips him into the corner, follows him in. Sunset flip reversal by Dean Malenko. Oh, oh! He pushed uh, Sarkosis outside, but Sarkosis still had his legs hooked under the arms of Dean Malenko. So Dean Malenko went over the top rope. Sarkosis now. Oh, head first tope. Tope, tope suicida. Over the top rope. Both men now down. Well, chance for Psychosis to turn the tide against Dean Malenko. He did connect, and obviously he crashed and burned at the same time. 
Yeah, but the suicide dives part of the arsenal of all those luchadors. And look, the resilience of the luchadors, the Lucha Libre style, Psychosis back in, and he's the first to take control. Up on top. Rolls him up. One, two. Oh, that and was close. Almost beat him. <laughs> Why would Sonny Ono like that win? In the back of the head. So Cassius whips Malenko off. Went for a drop kick, but Malenko held onto the ropes. Flings him back across. Drops him back down with a clothesline. One, two, kick out. Psychosis now in the corner, whipped across by Dean Malenko. Malenko follows in with a clothesline. Malenko throws him back. Reversal, reversal. Psychosis shoulder block. Now going to the top rope. Dean Malenko catches him. Malenko on the oh, went for a super superplex, but Psychosis pushes him off. Psychosis on the top rope. What's he going to go for? Oh, beautiful leg drop. One, two. Oh, just kicked out. Just kicked out. That standing top rope leg drop. Similar to our Alabama jam. Sonny Ono not happy. Psychosis whips Psychosis into the ropes, but he avoids Sonny Ono. But Sonny Ono is hit by a Dean Malenko clothesline. Psychosis is a sunset flip. No, reversed by Malenko. Goes for the Texas Cloverleaf. He's got the Texas Cloverleaf. Since he's got it cinched in. Psychosis taps. Psychosis taps. Just a minute, Malenko. Oh, it's Let's get some excitement out here. Let's get some real excitement out here. Malenko, I don't know who you're trying to impress with your 1,001 holds on some cruiserweight, but let's not wait till Sunday. And I'm serious, I know you've heard it a 1,000 times. Let's not wait. Let me have the chance tonight to get up in that ring. I came to wrestle. Let me have the chance to get up in that ring Put the figure four on you, and then I will be the number one contender, and that U.S. heavyweight title will be back around my waist where it should have always been. <laughs> Give me the opportunity tonight. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Sign the dotted line first, because I want this match to mean something. I want my title shot. I ain't gonna wrestle you for nothing. I ain't gonna. Hey, we should start you hearing stop some. There, you little troll. I'm gonna tell you something. Whoa. You should be thankful that I'm even gonna share the same airspace with you. Let him keep walking. The little troll's deaf anyway, but he should be thankful that I'm gonna let him share the same airspace with me on Sunday. And furthermore, after the match. So uh, Jeff Jarrett came out and challenged Dean Malenko. These two gentlemen are facing each other on Sunday, the fall brawl. I think the uh, the winner faces will get to face Mongo in a future US title match. So let's head back down to the ring for uh, Mean Gene Oakland. Go home to that every night. Got to be a real pleasure for McMichael. Ladies and gentlemen, you have heard about it through the course of this program. We're getting to the point 
in WCW Monday Nitro, where we're going to introduce to you the new acting chairman of the executive committee of World Championship Wrestling. Before we do it, you recall what happened recently to Mr. J.J. Dillon. He has been injured, he is out of action, he will not be able to render decisions. So in the meantime, they had a meeting earlier today in Atlanta, Georgia, and they have elected a new acting chairman for the executive committee of World Championship Wrestling. I don't know who he is. It's been kept under, I guess, uh, wraps to this point. So join me as I welcome oh, yeah. our new chairman. Oh, I know, I know that music. I know who that is. There can only be one person. He's back. The icon. Rowdy. Rowdy. Polly Polito. Piper. You got it. They are standing here in Milwaukee for that man, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Mr. Acting Chairman, may I be the first to say congratulations. It's like putting John Belushi in charge of the frat house. You folks ain't seen nothing yet. And that's mild. I got an idea. We had better hold on to our hats. Hang on. I have been president of the WWF. <laughs> well, a very popular position. And now I'm chairman of the board because I can't be fooled. I don't take dives and I don't do windows. I ain't putting up with no whining wrestlers. When I tell you to eat your broccoli, you're going to eat your broccoli. As long as J.J. Dillon is out, I am in, and I'm going to tell you three things tonight I'm changing right away. Uh -oh. First of all, there's been a guy hanging from the rafters for a long time. There's been a guy in here with a well-dressed tan that's been saying he wants Sting. Well, it seems to me that it must be my job to create this. If Sting wants Hogan, and if Hogan wants Sting like he says, I say that I will do my best to take these two, put them in the ring, and what I say, we put them and give them a world title, and we do it before 1997. Before the year is out, that would be a big one. It will happen. Number two, Hogan. Hogan wants everybody. Let me make your dreams come true. I am the only man 
that has an open contract from the last Halloween Havoc that Hogan has signed that old airhead back there has forgot about. Well, I have a proposition. This is what I'm going to do. I'm the chairman, right? I can do what I want, right? You can. Okay. This is it, boys. Halloween Havoc, a 20-foot steel cage. Hogan, Piper inside. Oh. We fight till the finish. Yeah. Yeah. I will make Mike Tyson look like a vegetarian. I will make Hogan look like he's got the E. coli. I will bring the hell back to Halloween Havoc. Oh. Hey, he's the chairman. That's two. What is number three, 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 three? Number three. I watched Nitro last week like everybody else. I watched the Brady Bunch do the skit about the four horsemen. The only one I can't figure out is which one's Marsha. <laughs> they couldn't have been more obnoxious if they had Barney the Purple Dinosaur with them. They want to walk the walk. They want to talk the talk. What they're trying to do is fool us all. War games, I'm taking Lex Luger and Diamond Dallas Page. I'm taking them out. Their heads ain't square. I'm taking the four horsemen and I'm taking the NWO and I'm putting them in. You've oh. got to be kidding me. Oh. We're going to find out at the end of that match who bellies up to the bar or who just bellies up. Good night, says the chairman. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he shocked our socks off tonight, the new acting chairman of the WCW Championship Committee, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and I've got a feeling, Tony... So there we've got the legendary Rowdy Roddy Piper is the chairman of the board. He is in charge of WCW and he has laid down three rules. Sting and Hogan will face each other by the end of the year. He will face in three, two. He will face uh, Hulk Hogan at the next at the October pay-per-view, Halloween Havoc, in what was famously coined afterwards as Age in the Cage. And he has made this Sunday's Fall Brawl match. Uh, the NWO versus the Horsemen in the War Games. I don't know what the match originally was. I guess it involved Dumb Dust Page and Lex Luger in some form or fashion. But it's um, now going to be the Horsemen versus the NWO in a in the War Games. So Mr. Piper is here. He is back. He was here last year. This time last year, I think he he, he faced Hogan. Full Brawl '96. No, not Full Brawl '96. Um, Halloween Havoc 96 and Starcade 96, I think. He faced him in a couple of matches and he uh, he infamously turned up on a Nitro um, and just sort of ran. He just kept talking and talking and talking as the program went off. So, um, yeah, so he's here and he has uh, got down to business once again. So let's head back down to a NWO endorsement. Sure. Just when you thought, Scotty, we couldn't do any more. Boom! You're wrong. We're not afraid to come at you with a new shirt. Get your NWO rules and bones t-shirt for only 20 bucks. Just call 1-800-NWO-0242. These are hot. Rules and bones are made to be broken. Sure. Just rolls off the tongue. It does. The preceding announcement 
has been paid for by the New World Order. We are back and we are feeling a whole lot better about WCW. Yeah, let the music play. That is the shot in the arm that World Championship Wrestling has needed. That is the shot and hopefully that is the beginning for WCW. Let me say this. Fans, you know we are coming up on the 10 o'clock hour, 10 o'clock Eastern time. Stay with us. We are going to stay here as long as it takes. So this has been a long episode both for us and for WCW Monday Nitro. The run length of this is 1 hour 52. But obviously they had they would have had advertisements so they would, they would have well run over their 2 hour time limit. But as Tony has kept saying numerous times, they're going to be running long. That is the advantage you have when your boss runs the television company. So they can do what they want basically. So we've got... Uh, Buff Bagwell and Conan teaming up. And they're going to be facing two members of the Horsemen. And we'll get to see who they are. I'm going to guess it's probably Michael and Benoit, I'd say. But we'll see. Oh no, looks like we've got Flair. Nature himself is coming down. We've got Nature and Kurt Henning. What a tag team these gentlemen are and have been. Obviously they were a team together in the WWF. Nick Patrick is our referee. All four men in the ring now brawling. Flair and Bagwell going at it. Conan and Henning going at it. Horsemen are standing tall here, stomping away on the NWO. The crappy members of the NWO. Rick Flair, black tights, black trunks. Kurt Henning. Black and blue singlet, white boots. Bagwell and Conan on the outside, combitting and moaning about uh, what's just happened. So Flair is starting for his team, and Conan starting for his team, I think. Bagwell starting for his team. Bagwell wearing his uh, black and brick trunk tights, black boots. He's now been now with WCW for a good uh, five or six years. Started off as like Marcus Alexander Bagwell, teamed with the likes of Two Cold Scorpio, The Patriot, Scotty Riggs as the uh, American males, American males, American males. Numerous former WCW Tag Team Champion going up against the one and only Nature Boy Ric Flair at this time he's probably a 7 or 8 time world champion oh trademark chops there by Ric Flair in the corner as he took a pound in from Bag Buff Bagwell but just no sold that brother he's now chopping and punching away young Marcus whoops Bagwell into the corner Oh, but Bagwell comes out with a big clothesline. Drops the nature boy. Bagwell working away now in the corner. Whips Flair into the opposite corner. Big back body drop by Buff the Stuff. Posing. Being a butt towards the crowd. Choking away now. In the face of Nick Patrick. 
legendary referee. Buff now tags in Conan. White, wife beater, black trousers and trainers. Working away on the Nature Boy. Former US champion in his own right. Still in the wrestling business. Recently affiliated with the AEW. He's also got a podcast that we said earlier with uh, Disco Inferno. Tag into Buff. Working away on the right leg of Ric Flair. Oh, big chop there by Flair. Punched by Bagwell. Chopped by Flair. Oh, poked. Oh, no sold the eye poke. Right hands by Bagwell. Chops by Flair. Flair's in trouble here. He's in the corner. Bagwell picks him up. Puts him in the middle of the ring, rips him off the ropes. Beautiful drop kick there by Bagwell. Posing to the crowd now. Crowd are a bit excited. He's in WO, but like we said, he is the uh, he's a crappy NWO. Whips Flair back into the corner. Flair does the trademark over the top rope. Bump. Knocks down Bagwell with a clothesline up to the top rope. But Nature's caught. Oh. Right hand to the midsection, but Bagwell crotches Flair. Bagwell now going up for a superplex. And... Oh, second rope suplex there by Bagwell. Beautiful. More posing by Bagwell. Looks like a fucking idiot. Conan telling him to finish him off. Conan's not happy with the posing of Bagwell. Picks up Flair, slams down Flair. Bagwell going up. Second rope on the inside. Oh, goes for a diving elbow, but Flair moves out of the way. The wily veteran. Flair now looking for that tag. Tags in Henning. Boom. Henning whips Bagwell into the ropes. Big back body drop. Kona now in. Back body drop to him. Henning whips Conan, reversal by Conan. Conan drops down, leave over. Beautiful drop kick by Fla uh, Henning. Picks up Henning, slams Conan. Slams Buff Bagwell. Obviously, Buff Bagwell had been uh, out. So, Kurt Henning had been out for a while, notoriously from 1991. Till this year, he'd been out with a back injury. He'd taken that Lloyd's of uh, Lloyd's of London insurance claim. He was then he then became a uh, oh sorry he's out from 1991 to 1993. He um, was out with that back injury. He then um, between 1991 and 1993 he was with Flair and WWF. 1993 he then turned on or Flair turned on him, and he disposed of Flair from the WWF in January 1993 with that loser leaves loser leaves town match on WWF Raw. Uh, Henning was there then for a few a little while, then returned as a referee, then returned as a commentator, and then he came to WCW. This time, 1997, was here until until the end, I think, really, and then obviously went back to the WWF. 2001, infamously, in the Royal Rumble, 2001, and then we unfortunately lost him. He then went to TNA for a little bit, then we unfortunately lost him. Sort of 2005, 2006. One of the greats, Mr. Perfect. He's 
taking a kick in here by Conan and Bagwell. They're working over the knee of Henning. He's kicked and punched himself away from Conan. Knife edge chop. Big right hand. Conan replies. Oh, works around that knee. Going for a spinner. He's going for a figure four. Conan going for the figure four here on Mr. Perfect. Kurt Henning. In front of Flair. He's not laid down on the figure four. Not yet. He's sort of just he's got the legs grapevine, but he hasn't sat down on it. But he's still putting a lot of pressure on uh, Kurt's knee. Well they started early working on Hennig's leg, Bagwell did. They got a plan. See, they're always in control of themselves. That's the secret. Up on top. Hot tip. Look at the power of this Hennig. Ooh. I don't care how strong you are, you get dropped in the back of your head. Takes a bit Reverse DDT there by Conan. Got out of that situation. He was on Hennig's shoulder and then he just dropped down and hit him with the uh, reverse DDT. Conan picks him up, whips him off the ropes. Oh, went for the drop kick, but Kurt held onto the ropes. Needs that tag. Flair needs the tag. Flair wants in. Crowd getting behind. Uh, can't we really tell who the crowd are getting behind, really? Bagwell gets the tag. Flair gets the tag. Crowd are pretty dead, really, for this, but they've been here for quite a while. Flair now in flurry of chops and punches to Bagwell. And on Conan. Bagwell's in the corner. Fists are plenty by Ric Flair. Chops. Chop again. Bagwell's chest is going to be uh, red raw here. Oh, lovely power slam there by Bagwell. But more. More showboating. Oh, gets clobbered from behind by Henning. Gives one to Conan on the outside. And Flair with a knee breaker on Bagwell. He's going for the figure four. He's going for the figure four. Ric Flair's going for the figure four. He's got the figure four on. Bagwell's in trouble. Bagwell is in trouble, but the referee's attention has turned to trying to get Kurt Henning out of the ring. Conan broke up the figure four just as the referee looked. And then Kurt Henning turned on Conan. Bagwell throws Flair out of the ring. Double team now by Conan and Bagwell on Henning. This match is getting a bit chaotic. Double team. Flair drops both. Kurt Henning's got Conan in the perfect plex. One, two, three. You heard it. Yes, you did. A little Come on, Nash. Back tonight. But coming up, Sunday night in the cage. It'll be time to complete its revenge against the NWO at War Games. Talk about a celebration. There they are. The four horsemen. Back with Paige and Luger next. Next. We want
want you to be a part of the biggest party on TV, WCW's Monday Nitro. And there is no better way to celebrate professional wrestling's number one program than in your own home. Send us a video of your Monday Nitro party. We'll pick a winner each and every week to receive a Nitro party pack loaded with... Nitro t-shirts, the Nitro hat, the Nitro party planner, you gotta have that. Well, fans, that's not all. Beginning in the month of November, that's right, the month of November, and once every three months, one video entry will be chosen. And Monday Nitro will broadcast live segments from your home with the Nitro Girls, Mean Gene Okerlund, and everything you need for the biggest party your neighbor has ever seen. Be a winner. Get your videotape to us at Nitro Party, P.O. Box 60, Atlanta, Georgia, 30303. Girls, are we going to have fun or what? We are still on the air and we are still live. We're going to stay with this match for as long as it takes. Nitro Plus, because it's going to be DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, and the total package Lex Luger. If you just joined us, fans, Rowdy Roddy Piper named interim commissioner of WCW, and it didn't take him long. He said he would sign Sting Hogan before the end of the year and have the match before 1998 came around. He said he would put himself in the cage at Halloween Havoc, anything goes, to settle the score against Hollywood Hulk Hogan in Las Vegas, October 26th. And he changed the parameters, so to speak, for War Games this Sunday. Taking out Paige and Luger, putting the four horsemen in, Flair, Hennig, McMichael, and Benoit. So it's main event time, ladies and gentlemen. Main event on MCWC Time Warp Episode 2. We have been covering the 8th of September 1997 WCW Monday Nitro. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a tad long, but hopefully you've stayed the course. Main event time, Diamond Dallas Page going up against Lex Luger. No posing for Luger. Luger is in uh, fight mode here. Him and DDP have been having a bit of a falling out, I take it, for these last few weeks. And it has resulted in this match happening tonight. It's that Roddy Piper had a well thought out plan. He knew going in tonight at Nitro what WCW needed to accomplish in order to stay on equal footing with the New World Order. And those three big announcements that you just... I do apologise for that burp, ladies and gentlemen. I thought I'd muted my mic. I've been drinking a Bud Light. That's a Bud Light burp for you, baby. So the bell is rung. Randy Anderson is our referee. Lex Luger, black tights, white boots. DDP in his uh, leather trousers, black boots. Lex Luger, about two months ago, no, about a month ago, won the WCW title from... Hulk Hogan, he then lost it six, uh, five, five or six days later to Hulk Hogan, Road Wild 97, Colin Obo Titan, push off by Luger Luger's obviously going to have the experience and the power advantage here Dallas has only been wrestling for about five years five or six years, obviously been a bit involved for about seven years, he was uh, famously the driver of the pink Cadillac at WCW, uh, uh, WrestleMania 6. Arm drag takedown there by Page. Both men circling once again. 
Both men circling. Crowd quite quiet again. They don't know who to cheer for. Arm ringer. Arm bar. By Luger. And again. Third time. Ripping that arm. Giving it a good old twist. Wants to take it back to Chicago. Dallas trying to break free. Arm ringer. Reversal by Page. Oh, shoulder block there to the uh, arm of Luger now. Oh. Headlock by Page. Anderson in there checking on the, uh, making sure it's not a choke. Looks like powers out with an arm ringer headlock. Page trying to break free. This obviously this next year or so would be a breakout year for Diamond Dallas Page. His feud in 1998 with Randy Savage. Page has, Page has said numerous times that that sort of feud made him. He couldn't thank Randy Savage enough for the uh, the job that he did for him. The J.O.B. Oh, big clothesline there by Lex. Knocking down Diamond Dallas Page. The crowd are up. The crowd are looking. What's, who's someone coming? It's the N.W.O. baby. Scott Norton, Vincent, Savage, Hall, Elizabeth. Big clothesline again by Lex Luger. DDP getting a getting clothesline to the to heck. Luger now goes uh, throwing to the outside. Scott Norton now attacking. Scott Norton. Pay Vincent, Savage, and Norton attacking Lex Luger on the outside. Elizabeth keeping Randy Anderson distracted. Luger now rolled back in the ring by Scott Norton. Dumb and Dust Page doesn't seem happy with what the NW have done. He sees the NW circling. Picks up Luger. Swing and neckbreaker. DDP not happy with the, uh, the involvement here of the NWO. Two count. NWO are encouraging Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, front fallen, front fallen pile driver there on Page on Aluga. Goes for the cover. One, two, kick out just by Aluga. Oh, DTP went for the diamond cutter, but Lex Luger pushed him off. Elbow to the back. Is he going for the rack? Oh no, back body drop. Back suplex. Big clothesline by Luger. Page back up. Page back down. Both men up. Oh, Luger went for a clothesline, but DDP ducked. Luger went over the top rope, and the NWO are attacking Luger once again. Oh, Luger just with a top over the top rope body press to Savage, to Norton. He's just rolled Luger back into the ring. Luger and Page now working together to attack the NWO. It's four on two, but Page and Luger are working together here. They're working together, much to the pleasure of the commentary team, anyway. Norton, Savage, Vincent Hall, all attacking 
Luger and DDP. Here comes somebody else. Who else is coming? Here comes the giant. The giant is in town. The giant. He's come to help WCW. He's come to help Luger and Page. Oh, big right hand by Norton, by Giant on Norton. Jesus Christ, what a ch choke slam on a Vincent. Scott Norton clotheslined out of the ring. The Giant is in town and the Giant is pissed. He's now chasing off the NWO. Giant and Norton fighting off. Giant and Norton fighting each other down the aisle. These two big men. They're both very large men. Savage trying to sneak back in. Scott Hall being held back by Luger and Paige. How about that? What a chaotic way to end this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Paige and Luger standing side by side against the NWO. Got Hall wearing a cheese head hat. We are in Milwaukee. We're in Wisconsin. Wrestling tonight. You're not kidding. And for Luger and Page, taken out of War Games, replaced by the Horsemen. I think the big news is Piper. Piper taking charge at WCW. Come on, Cheesehead. Come on. You guys here. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I think there's only a few seconds left of the sh of the episode. So thank you very much indeed for this. I know it's been a long episode, but thank you very, very much for listening. This is why we do these episodes on a monthly basis, just as like a one-off in between our weekly looks at the Memphis wrestling. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. This has been episode two of MCWC Presents Time Warp. Please do not forget to subscribe. Please do not forget to download. Please do not forget to share, like, retweet, whatever you can do to get the show uh, a bit more viewage is excellent. Thank you very much for sharing and liking all that you've done so far. Please do not forget to follow us on Instagram, at MemphisCast. Most importantly, please do not forget to follow us on Twitter, at MemphisCast. Coming up tomorrow, Monday... The poll for October will be up. The poll consists of the following four options. The 23rd of October 1987, Stampede Wrestling. The 16th of October 1993, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. The entire In Your House 4 from October 1995. Or three matches from Halloween Havoc 1993. So there are your four options. The 24th of October 1987, Stampede. The 16th of October 1993, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. In Your House 4 or 3 matches from Halloween Havoc 93. We ask, you decide. The poll will be up Monday, tomorrow, for one week. And there are your four options. Once again, the 23rd of October 1987, Stampede Wrestling. The 16th of October 1993, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. In Your House 4 or three matches from Halloween Havoc 93. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Once again, this this podcast is no way affiliated with the WWE or Peacock, but please do not forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter 
at Memphis Cast. Please do not forget to listen to the show if you're listening to this on a one-off. Please do not forget to catch up with the weekly show, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. This has been the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast presents Time Warp, episode two. We have covered September the 8th, 1997, WCW Nitro. I have been your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, and until next time... A mouse lived in a windmill in old Amsterdam. A windmill with a mouse in, and he wasn't grousing. He sang every morning, how lucky I am. Living in a windmill in old Amsterdam. I saw a mouse, where? There on the stair. Where on the stair? Right there. A little mouse with clogs on. Well, I declare, going on the stair Oh yeah This mouse he got lonesome He took him a wife A windmill with mice in It's hardly surprising She sang every morning How lucky I am Living in the windmill In old Amsterdam I saw a mouse Where? There on the stair Where on the stair? Right there a little mouse with clogs on Well, I declare Going quick, clippity-clop on the stair Oh, yeah First they had triplets And then they had quins A windmill with quins in Triplets and twins in They sang every morning How lucky we are Living in a windmill in Amsterdam, yard. I saw a mouse, where? There on the stair, where on the stair? Right there, a little mouse with clogs on. Well, I declare, going clip, 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 clip on the stair. Oh, yeah. The daughters got married, and so did the sons. The windmill had christenings when no one was listening. They all sang in chorus, how lucky we am. Living in a windmill in old Amsterdam. I saw a mouse, where? There on the stair, where on the stair? Right there, a little mouse with gloves on. Well, I declare, going clip, 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 up on the stair. Oh yeah, a mouse lived in a windmill so snug and so nice. There's nobody there now but a whole lot of mice.